It's the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast, and we are live. You're listening to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon. Hello and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by 90 Min. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simeu, and it is Judgment Day. That day is upon us. Arsenal's UEFA Europa League quarterfinal second leg versus Slavia Prague takes place this evening. It's huge for the context of our season. I described it yesterday as Arsenal's biggest game in the last decade. I stick by that. It's a massive, massive night for Mikel Arteta, a massive night for the football club. Can we get over the line? That is the big, big question. On this edition of the podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you guys my preferred starting 11 for the trip to Prague. Uh, And of course, I'll be sharing with you guys my prediction as well. Uh, big hello to everybody in the live chat. Hope you're all good. Uh, big shout out to Junior Gunner who says, Harry, just ordered a meat feast pizza and found out you're going live later for uh, live and he's going to have drinks later. Uh, what a what great news and what a great way to spend your Thursday. Uh, watching the Arsenal, uh, supporting the Chronicles of Aguna and indulging in a nice bit of pizza as well. And Ashton Almond was very quick in the chat to ask the important question, which is, will it be thick crust or deep pan? The answer is deep pan. The answer should always be deep pan. Big hello to Stefan White, who says uh, they're buzzing about game day. Uh, big hello to Alfred. Big hello to James as well, joining us from the US. Hope you are well, my friend. Uh, hope you are good. Uh, big hello to Ron, who says, hi, Harry. That was a great show you did with James, by the way. Thank you so much. Big hello to Abhe as well, who says, we can't lose to Slavia Prague. Completely agree. Um, and uh, who else have we got in here? Uh, big hello to Lee, to Akshay, and to everybody in the live chat watching us live. Let's get on with it. It's a it's a really big day for Arsenal, really busy day for me as well, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm looking forward to bringing you guys the uh, watch along later. Um, of course, full commentary, uh, plus some attempt at in-game analysis with the crowd effects and all. Uh, really looking forward to it. Uh, So I'll be going live from 7.45 tonight. So come and join me on the channel for that. I look forward to having you. But it's now time for me to run through my starting 11. Now, I've thought a lot about this one, uh, more than I normally do, because there are so many questions. As I said on yesterday's podcast, who's going to play left back? Who should play in those three positions in behind the striker? Who, um, you know... Do some people think that Martinelli deserves to start? Do some people think he shouldn't start? What is the view? What is the way we should go? What is the best thing for Mikel Arteta to do in the game? And this is my opinion. It's not necessarily what I think Mikel will go with. But I'm going to show you guys what I believe to be the best starting eleven. And first of all, straight off the bat, I want to rule out the idea of Granit Xhaka playing in that left-back position. I think, as I highlighted in the tactical analysis following the Sheffield United game, he wasn't really playing as a left-back. He was playing more like a left centre-back 
in what was more like a back three, actually, when Arsenal had the ball. The issue here is that Sheffield United and Slavia Prague play different systems. Slavia Prague are a better side. Slavia Prague uh, will not play with a back three themselves. I don't think. Um, I don't think anyway. And, um, and because of that, I think that it would be a little bit dangerous for Arsenal to try and, um, and play the way they did against Sheffield United. You got, you know, it was Sheffield United. It's a completely different kettle of fish. You're talking about, uh, you know, a team languishing at the bottom of the Premier League pretty much, if not mathematically, they're, you know, certainly mentally relegated. So I, I don't see this game as being very similar. And if we just have a quick look back at the team Slavia played uh, in the first leg, they did play with a back four. Let me just um, let me just share that with you guys for a second. Bear with me. Um, if I share you this page, you'll be able to see exactly what I'm looking at with regards to Slavia Prague. So this was the way they lined up in the first leg, Slavia Prague. They lined up uh, with a back four. Now, they only had one fit centre-half, and we believe that's probably going to be the case again tonight. But I th I'd imagine... I'd imagine that Jindrik Tripovsky will not want to, to piss around with his formation in a game as big as this. Slavia Prague have the advantage. Let's not forget that, um, you know, they that they have the away goal. If the goal was to play out as a nil-nil draw, Slavia Prague go through. So, you know, Arsenal need to score whatever happens tonight. And I am not envisaging Slavia making too many changes to their system. Now, there were rumours that Olayinka, that Abdelassima could be out tonight. Um, I don't know that they are going to be out. I've not heard any any latest updates, so I wouldn't uh, sort of buy into that too much. It could be mind games on Slavia's part. But I, I'd imagine that they probably force themselves through the barriers and, uh, and make themselves available tonight. So I don't expect Slavia's team to be very different, of course. Um, Andre Kudela, who was serving a provisional one-match ban um, in the the first leg, is uh, has been banned for ten games. We think he's not available anyway. But had he been, he wouldn't have been able to play off the back of that decision made by UEFA earlier this week. Um, Aditya says both of them aren't fit, but Ole Yinka will start and Seema won't. That's interesting. Um, I'm not aware of of the you know the ins and outs of of the situations of those two players but um they are doubts so perhaps if even if they do play they won't be at 100% which is good news because when we were heading into this tie everybody was telling me that they were the two players that we had to watch out for most so i've dismissed the idea of playing that the way we played against sheffield united i don't want to see it i don't want to see us tinkering with a formation thomas partey very much controlled the midfield area pretty much alone for large periods of that game at Bramall Lane, I wouldn't back him to do it in a game like this. I think he's playing against a much better opponent and a team who are more likely to flood that area of the pitch. So that, for me, is a no-go. Starting with the goalkeeping position, uh, it's a no-brainer. You know, I've been critical of him at times this season and he does have a mistake in him, but Bern Leno can also win you games with his wonderful shot-stopping capability. So Bern Leno starts in goal for me. At right-back, I'm going with Hector Bayerin. At left back, I'm going with Cedric. Now, I know he's he's had a bit of a difficult time there of late. I know that in the first leg, you could argue that our goal came off the back of he and a couple of others 
almost messing around with the ball in a really dangerous area. But I just think that, you know, when you when you look at that game back sort of fully and you you sort of take off the you turn off the anger, you turn off the frustration and you just watch it from a more analytical standpoint. The fact is that that Slavia didn't have much joy against Cedric. So he did have a moment, uh, you know, a moment that ultimately uh, was a problem, but he um, he overall did okay. Overall, he kept Slavia Prague's right-hand side at bay. So I want to see Cedric play at left-back. Now, Another reason as to why I don't want to see Granit Xhaka there is because I don't want to take Granit Xhaka out of our midfield. I think that weakens us. And I think that in a situation where you're struggling to fill a position where you've clearly got an important player like Kieran Tierney absent, I don't see the sense in unsettling a couple of positions to compensate for that unless you're really, really desperate. I don't see the sense in playing Bukayo uh, Saka at left back because I think that Bukayo Saka is needed further up the pitch. Uh, Miss Shane says in the chat that Bellerin should, shouldn't go anywhere near this team. Cedric will be more effective at right back. We need to remember Harry. Maybe he will, but who plays at left back then? You know, because I've, I've, I've thought about this long and hard and I don't want to see Xhaka there. And I don't want to see Saka there because I want to see Saka further up the pitch and Xhaka as well. At centre-back, I want to see Rob Holding on the right-hand side. But on the left-hand side, I want to see Pablo Marie. Now, I wouldn't be surprised. In fact, I probably expect Mikel Arteta to pick Gabriel in that position. The problem is here is that Gabriel and Rob Holding just do not complement one another. We've seen it so many times. They just do not complement one another. Therefore, I want to see Pablo Marie partnered alongside Rob Holding because I think the pair work better together. And I think the pair you know, give us a little bit more stability than the pairing of Gabriel. Am I saying that Gabriel's no good? Absolutely not. I've been impressed with him overall since he joined the Arsenal. He's had a couple of dodgy games, but for me, um, for me, I think that that Pablo Marie should start alongside Rob Holding. In the centre of midfield, this is easy for me. It's head and shoulders uh, by a mile, in fact, our best midfield partnership, and that is the pairing of Granit Xhaka and Thomas Partey. In front of them, I want to see Emil Smith-Rowe. Um, you know, Bukayo Saka did okay in the number 10 position, did quite well, actually, in the number 10 position uh, against Sheffield United. But it is Sheffield United, and I don't want to read too much into that game. I don't want to get caught in this trap of believing that what we saw against Sheffield United gives us a a blueprint for tonight because we're playing against a far better side. We're playing in a game that has much higher stakes. You know, Arsenal aren't going to qualify for the top. I'm going to finish in the top four via the Premier League. Sheffield United already down. And yes, there was pride at stake, but not a great deal more than that at Bramall Lane at the weekend. Therefore, I am not getting sucked into that trap of believing that what we saw at Bramall Lane is the answer to what Mikel Arteta should be doing tonight. So I want to see Emil Smith-Rowe there. Up top, I want to go with uh, Alexander Lacazette. Now, we know that Aubameyang didn't train yesterday. We know that Odegaard didn't train yesterday. So I'm going to assume that they're not, they're not even available uh, to be part of the squad. Therefore, it's Alex Lacazette up top for me. From the right-hand side, it's got to be Bukayo Saka. He's been his best position this season. He's done really, really well uh, when playing there. He's been effective. 
In the last few weeks, he's been a little bit wasteful on the ball, I would say. Missed chances, failed to pull off the killer pass at certain points. But I think that overall, he deserves to play in that position. And for me, from the left-hand side, it should be Nicola Pepe. Um, some of you will call for, for Martinelli, and I'll give you my reasons why I don't think it should be Martinelli. I've talked a lot in recent weeks about when you don't have a left-footed left-back, you need a left-footed left-winger. You need to have one of each. It gives you balance and it allows Cedric to get forward. And when Cedric will, does get forward and can come in on the inside, what that does is it allows Pepe to then go on the outside and it gives Arsenal a variety to their game in that final third. If you have a left-footed left-back and a left-footed winger, sometimes they can get in each other's way with both wanting to go on the outside. And that's why I think you need to have one of each foot on the flanks, I think that is really key to the way that Arsenal want to play. And yeah, in an ideal world, like we'd have on the right-hand side, Saka would drift in field and create room for Bellerin on the outside. But this is almost the reverse on the left if you're to play like this, where Pepe would go on the outside and the fullback would come on the inside. I think that could be potentially a little bit confusing for Slavia Prague. And um, I think it's probably the way to go. I like Gabriel Martinelli. I absolutely love the guy. I think he's fantastic. I think he's got the world at his feet. I think he can go on and be a fantastic player. But would I start him tonight? Probably not. Can he come on and impact the game? Of course he bloody can. And, you know, with no Aubameyang on the bench, with no Odegaard on the bench, if indeed they both do miss out, which is a real possibility, then I think that we could... Um, you know, we, we we could have to call upon Gabriel Martinelli and I'd back him under those circumstances to come in and, um, you know, to come in and, and, and make an impact. I guess the biggest and most contentious talking point about this starting eleven that I've picked is the inclusion of Cedric at left back. There will be some that want to see Saka there and maybe Martinelli on the flank with, uh, with uh, you know, Pepe operating on the opposite side. I don't know, uh, but that's the way I would go. I just think that if you put Saka at left back, we lose something in the final third and we lose something in the defensive third. If you put Shaka in the position that he played in on Sunday, we lose a lot in our midfield. And that is another position I don't think we can afford to piss around with. Up front, I think we can. there can be interchanges here. Emil Smith-Rowe could drift out to the left-hand side, as he's done so often in his Arsenal career. Nicola Pepe can drift infield. We know he likes to do that. Um, and I think that this forward line gives us a good fluidity and, uh, and some good cohesion, which is important. Very, very important. So this is... Um, this is the lineup I'd go with. So just a quick recap for those of you listening via the audio. Leno in goal. I've gone with a back four of Bayerin holding Marie and Cedric with Cedric playing at left back. Xhaka and Partey would be my midfield duo with Emil Smith-Rowe just ahead of them. Nicola Pepe from the left, Bukayo Saka from the right and Alexander Lacazette through the middle. That is... Uh, that is the side that I would go with. And Michane says in the chat that Pepe will not drift in from the left. My, oh my. He absolutely will, Michane. And I'll tell you what, later on when I get a chance, I'll dig up the touch maps of Nicola Pepe when he's played on that left-hand side. To, to just explain what I'm talking about, Nicola Pepe will do this. He will drift into this inside left position here. That's what Nicola Pepe will do if you play him 
on the left-hand side. He's done it time and time and again. The facts are there. The proof is there. All you need to do is look up the touch maps uh, of the Ivorian when he's played in that position. He will occupy that inside left space if he gets the opportunity to play there, which gives Cedric an option. Cedric can go on the outside, but Pepe playing on that side also gives him the ability to go on the outside as well. So it does give us some variety. That's what I'd go with. Um, you know, I think Pepe can drift in and he can play on the outside. I think he can do so much. And and he doesn't necessarily have to use his weaker foot just because he's drifted slightly more in field. You can shoot with your left foot from that angle. Why not? I think that's crazy to suggest that he can't. It's like saying that no no winger who's played on their right side has ever drifted slightly in field from fear of having to use their weaker foot. It's simply not true. Um, and it's an assumption that that is just, in my opinion, completely incorrect. Um, so that's the team I'd go with. And I know, again, as I've said, the, the debate will be around Martinelli not being included and the debate will be around what happens at left back. But that is what I am going with. So that is my team. In terms of a prediction tonight, I was on the sports bar on TalkSport very late last night. I was accused of being on the source when I predicted that I thought Arsenal would win this by three goals to one on the night. I'm sticking with that prediction. I'm feeling positive. I really, really am. I think that Arsenal were by far and away the better side in the first leg and, and you know, were very, very unlucky uh, not to have uh, to have held on to the lead and not to have uh, added to their goal tally. So I'm not looking at Slavia Prague and, and particularly sort of fearful of them. I'm not very fearful of them. I think that, you know, I think that they are, I think they are a, a good side, but I think Arsenal can be on their day. And hopefully tonight is one of those nights and one of those days. Arsenal at their best are far better than Slavia at their best. So I am confident that Arsenal can go uh, away from home and get the job done. A nice early goal would be would be fantastic. Um, honestly, it would be so, so good. It would lift that kind of burden off of our shoulders uh, with regards to getting the away goal and it would allow us to play with a freedom. And, uh, and Arsenal, when they play with freedom, tend to be a far better side. Um, Big hello to everybody joining us in the chat a little bit later on as well. Get your predictions in the chat. Uh, and we're going to start off uh, with this prediction uh, from Nigo, who's gone with a 4-1 Arsenal win. Hope you're well, man. Uh, say hello to everyone from me, man. Hope you're all good. Uh, he's gone with a 4-1 Arsenal win. So fingers crossed he is correct. Uh, big hello to your local MCE for your very kind super chat donation. Thank you, uh, my friend, so much. He says, big up, Don Harry. Good afternoon, mate. Good afternoon to you too. And hopefully we're celebrating a good evening uh, tonight as well and a place in the semi-finals of the UEFA Europa League. Big hello to Ron Stone. Uh, it says 2-1 to the Arsenal. Get your predictions in the chat. Uh, Sam says 1-0 after full-time. Arsenal win on pens. 1-0 after... If Arsenal win 1-0 after full-time, then we're through, man. <laughs> we're through. There would be no need for pens. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll take that every day of the week. Uh, JO4 says 3-1 Arsenal. Xander says 2-0 uh, Arsenal. Uh, Gunnar Vettler says a one nil to the Arsenal. Big hello to David Barrack. Um, Alfred says two nil. Java Gaming says one one. Arsenal winning in the end. Uh, I think Sam meant one one. Um, it was a typo. There you go. Uh, Akshay says three one to the Arsenal. Uh, what else have we got here? Steve says two one Arsenal. Um, 
your local MC says they're excited for tonight. The players best go out there and play for Arteta. 3 1. Uh, Mikhail Velk says 2 1 Slavia. Boo. We don't want to hear that. <laughs> we want positivity. Robert says 0 0. Arsenal Granny says 2 1. Arsenal Will says 2 0. Uh, Andrew says 1-1 at full time and Arsenal to win in extra time. Raymond's gone for a 2-0 Arsenal win. Sacanelli says 2-2 Arsenal. Love that name, by the way. Uh, 3-1, 3-1, 2-1, 0-0, 3-1. Uh, so lots of positivity, which is what we like to see. Uh, there's a 5-5 in the chat, which is a little bit uh, ambitious, I think. Um, Freddie Awusu, one of our members, says, I feel a tanking for them. 3-0 to the Gunners. Come on. Uh, love that as well. Um, Mikhail says, that, sorry, I'm a Slavia fan. I'm looking up for tonight and good luck, buddy. Listen, man, if I was a Slavia fan, I'd be positive as well. You have to be, you have to believe in your team. You have to support your team, uh, particularly when it gets to this stage of the competition. Michane has gone with a nil-nil. Um, Bedros has gone with a 4-1 win. So, um, yeah, lots of, lots of positivity. I'll just address this, this one question before I, I jump off. Um, we Love Arsenal says, you said Cedric didn't have any problems at left back. So why can't Saka be there for more attacking options? It's just purely down to the fact, mate, that I I would rather have Saka in the attacking third of the pitch. He's been so key to Arsenal in that area. And to take him out of there to compensate, you know, in a position where I think that Cedric can do a good enough job. It isn't going to be a flawless job, but a good enough job, I think, would be weakening the side. That's my way of looking at it. It's my view. I totally accept people have a different opinion to that, but that is where I stand on it. Uh, big hello to Matt G, who's joining us in the chat as well. So I'm going with the Arsenal 3-1 win. Don't forget, you can come and join me for the watch along tonight from 7.45pm. Um, might have to pour myself a drink for that one. I, I envisage it's going to be quite stressful, uh, but looking forward to having you guys on board for that. If you're interested in supporting the channel to help me bring you more daily content, then click on the link in the description and become a member. If you uh, if you don't want to, that's absolutely fine. It is not compulsory, but we'd love to have you in, in particular in our Discord server where we have some great chat, uh, debate and discussion. And we're building a nice little community. If you are uh, watching the video live, please do smash the like button. Whether you're watching it live or not, what am I talking about? Hit the like button. It really, really does help the channel. And subscribe if you're new. We're fast approaching 13,000 subscribers on YouTube alone. And if we hit that mark, we'll be around the 20K mark overall. So that would be fantastic. If you could do that, I would be so, so grateful. So uh, let's uh, let's do it. And uh, fingers crossed tonight, we're all sitting here smiling and uh, reacting to an Arsenal win that puts us in the last four of the UEFA Europa League. I'll catch you all very soon. Until later on this evening. Ciao. You're listening to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon.